Welcome to the Naked Relationship Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Kelly. And uh, currently we are in the closet about something. Well, that's just where we record our episodes. <laughs> We're in the closet. It's, uh, <laughs> guys, we are professionals, okay? Are we? <laughs> no, but, um, so I have started editing the podcast. Which, as of last night. As of last night, I'm super excited. So I'm she feeling edit- all about stuff. So you, you it's like it in the sound, butt? I like it in the butt sometimes. So but only if you have a micro penis, <laughs> because other than that, her little butthole can't handle it. <laughs> Stop. Okay, but yeah. So hopefully you guys like it. Um, I, I'm a little bit more detail oriented than Adam is. Well, I hate audio editing and video editing. So you, um, are- I've been doing a pretty good job. She's done one episode. Listeners, I know she's going to be better than me because she pays more attention. So Okay. All right. So you can visit <clears throat> us on our website at thenegativerelationship.com. Yes. Um, we are also working on some blogs. Yes. So that is coming up. If you guys want me or Adam to talk about a certain topic, we will be doing that. If you want to submit a topic for discussion, just what? DM us, Twitter, Instagram. I love how you made the executive decision that we're doing this. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So, also, you can follow us on our Twitter, our Instagram that I run, at TNR Podcasts. And our Facebook is also the same if you just go to facebook.com slash TNR Podcasts or you just search TNR Podcasts, we'll come up. Yep. You can also email us on our website. Um, if and when you decide to put in a topic of request, or if you just want to say, hey, guys, we hate your stuff, feel free to do that, too. But hopefully just keep it more towards the loving side of things. And um, or you can email us directly at questions at the naked relationship dot com. OK, so one of the first topics that I would like to bring up, <clears throat> and I don't know if this is an issue for anyone out there or it's just an Adam and I thing Um Recently, Adam has been... uh, I've been fucking like (laughs) B-Rabbit. So we have been having our, like, normal sex. And, like, I don't know if... I think it's been going on for a while, but I just noticed this. That Adam comes in, like, 30 seconds or less. I I come weird because, like, I'll come in, like, a minute and a half or less. I'm going to up it a little bit, make give myself a little bit more ego here. And... Then, like, within, like, two minutes, I'm ready to go again. And then, like, I last a lot longer. You know? A.K.A., like, a minute and 50 seconds? 51. Get it right. Okay, so it's very frustrating for me when I'm trying to get mine, and he just, like, goes soft, and I can tell. And then he keeps pumping, thinking I'm not going to notice his limp dick inside me. Like, what the fuck? Well, there's a lot of times when, like, I you're really close and I finish before you do. And I know, like, if I can just get you there before he goes all the way soft, you have a better chance of finishing. So that's what I try to do there, ma'am. Okay, well, it doesn't work all the time. And I notice you going soft inside me because you came. And I can tell when you come, okay? And you also make this, like, <sighs> face. <laughs> Well, when I'm hitting it from behind, you can't see that face. But no, like, it's it's not really, I don't know, it, it happens in phases every now and then, I'd say. I think it's, like, started accumulating more. Like, I started noticing it. Like, 
at the beginning of our relationship, you would go for like hours, hours, and yeah. it was fucking awesome. And what the fuck happened? <laughs> okay, I, I noticed like this time it started happening after like a week or two of like very little coitus, because we had a lot of stuff going on like Detroit, and which we'll get into later, and then my grandfather's passing, which mm-hmm. we'll get into later. So like, but this was before all that. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying like this most recent spurt is I think can be attributed to that yeah so basically adam has been coming super fast and i think it's like messed with my psyche my mental state and like a couple weeks ago i just started fucking crying after sex because adam could not get hard or stay no he could get hard okay he just couldn't yeah, getting fu- hard is not the issue getting hard is not the issue but him staying hard and not coming is the issue okay because i was super pissed that he would come really fast, and I guess it got into my head, and... Yeah, you thought it was, like, you. Yeah, I started blaming myself, and I was like, what? Like, I was, like, bawling my eyes out, having, like, a mini panic attack. Mini? Mini. Driver? Mini panic attack over all this, and it just, like, blew my mind how emotional I got, and how, like piss i got at you in my head like why the fuck can't you stay hard well it's not staying hard it's just keeping the sperm in the pen if you will yeah so i don't know i don't know if people have these issues i mean i'm sure they do i'm sure they do but like it's just i don't know i think for some people like or well for you i just hold you in like like I'm so attracted to you. Like I put you on this fucking pedestal. Yeah, you just knock that me people... off that damn pedestal. 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 I put you on like this pedestal, like people put Chick Fil A on. Mm. You know, except you actually deserve to be there. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just like I don't have that issue with other people. You know. Oh, knock me off the damn pedestal. I'm trying to knock you up, not knock you off. <laughs> We're not pregnant guys thankfully but yeah so i just needed to vent that and tell you stop are any of you guys going through the same situation because like i know it's it's common i mean otherwise there wouldn't be pills for like extends viagra and other supplements i mean we did get a um we did get this product called okay we just got a spray it's not cream oh we got a spray well, to try out, and it did actually work. But, but the like app the was... first, but the first time, it kind of numbed me a little bit, and I got self conscious, so I couldn't say hard because I was like, "Am I even hard?" Like I didn't know. Yeah, we and... got this spray to help help us out, and it did help a little bit, but like. Well, it after the know. first time it worked. Like I went a while on that. Maybe thirty seconds longer, which is better, but. No, it was a lot longer. It was not a lot longer. It was a lot longer. It was significantly longer. I was there. No. Yeah, I was too, and I think you're selling me short there, Mm ma'am. You're the you're the midget of the two. I guess we'll have to test it again. Yeah, well, we still have it. So, I don't know, but we're working on it. Hopefully, more foreplay. Five play. Oh no, I teased you a lot yesterday, and then you came relatively quickly, so I think that helped too. So, it's something we're working on, guys. But, I also wanted to kind of give you guys an update <clears throat> we on need to one of my play partners. Cue the uh, the in-memoriam music. <laughs> 
one of my play partners actually um i reached out to him and to see if he was available and he's been having some uh life life has come in between us um he recently moved to a different city so which is not that far away but I don't want to drive that shit. That's a terrible drive. Yeah, it's like a 35, 45-minute drive. And it's not the like the length of time. Mm-hmm. It's just the traffic. Yeah, that makes it really long. Um, he recently moved. He recently um, transferred. He bought a house. He transferred into a new job position. He bought a house. He has a son. So he has all of these issues compounding, like kind of making it difficult for us to see each other and it finally just like came to a head and he felt like he was wasting my time and um he just felt that it would be better if we just kind of broke it off where where we had it which was not really nothing but i just thought it was really nice that he took the time to actually kind of like officially break it off as opposed to just leading you on and just ghosting me like most millennials do now remember when you thought i was gonna ghost you Yes, I remember. But he was very sweet about it, very cordial, very formal, and I appreciated it. So, kudos to him. It's interesting how all those things were compounding and causing him not to be able to pound your pussy. Yeah, I was sad. Yeah, well, this is the one that thought I was going to kill him with a gun. Yeah, same guy. (laughs) That thought Adam was going to pull out a gun and shoot him. But, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now we're going to tell you about our time. Sorry, that's just terrible. So we recently took a trip up to Detroit to see our friends, Destiny and Daniel. Love them. Love them. They've been on our show before. Um, so shout out to you fuckers. And um, honestly, you know, we miss them. We wish they'd come back. Uh, Daniel and I have very similar personalities. It was just kind of one of those where both, like, well, both couples just really meshed well together when they were here, and it was great to keep that going up there. Um, you know, we, we really just hung out, explored Detroit, downtown. They have a lot to do downtown. They have a lot of food, too. A lot of food, and honestly, like, I don't know what it was, but, like, the monorail system just reminded me of, like, Gotham for some reason. Yeah. From Batman. I don't know why I made that connection, but I made that connection. It's a really great city, and it's right across... From Canada. I love Canada now just because of what Kelly's about to tell you. So we um, decided to go to some casinos that were in Detroit. and I fucking had like anxiety <laughs> out the ass. That night. I gave Adam $100 to blow on whatever. And I had $100 to blow as well. I blew mine at the <clears> slots because <throat> reminds me of a toy. Let me tell you how I blew mine. I put it in my mouth. No. Um, <laughs> so... Kelly hands me the hundred and I walk around the casino probably three or four times looking for blackjack. And I sit down at Baccarat thinking it's a blackjack. Why? No fucking clue. But the dealer proceeds to tell me um, or try to explain to me how to play. And we play the first hand. I don't know really what I did. I just picked a hand. Um, Like I was in a magic show, like pick a hand, any hand or card, any card. Anyway. um, And... Somehow I won $15. Can, um, and so I was up and I got up and I left. And He's the worst gambler. Well, I'm a bit of a penny pincher unless it's John Bellion music, Seahawks tickets, or food. And, um, and so I was up 
and I was gonna I was gonna live that moment up. And so I went and found everybody, Destiny, Daniel, Kelly, and then one of their friends. Um and then uh they all pressured me into playing blackjack. So I went from being up fifteen dollars to being down thirty in about ten minutes. So no mas, no necesito, no gracias. And so I gave Kelly back the remaining $70. I was like, fuck this. It, you should have seen him. He was, like, so, like, afraid. I was, because it was, like... To bet money. <laughs> I mean, like, you just paid off your car, and I was sitting there thinking, okay, this is this could go towards this debt or whatever, and... I specifically saved that money so we could blow it, okay? It was fine. Well, sure, but, like, for me, I'm like, there's better ways to spend money <laughs> but but anyways we went to day. detroit was it the next no the it, next day no this is monday well monday we went to canada canada we drove the long ass trip across that bridge <laughs> and it was super easy we carried our passports because we noticed that canada was just right there and we said hey we might pop over there we did and we walked along the um, river. The Champs-Élysées? No. We walked oh. along the river between Detroit and Canada on the boardwalk. It was really pretty. Kind of chilly, windy. And then we decided to pop over to Caesar's Palace. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, in Windsor, Canada. And I decided to play some slots. And I won. Well, no. At first, you... Well, all right. So first, you broke even. And then we went and I played blackjack a couple of hands and I think I lost about the same amount of money that I did the other day. But it was just an easier environment for me to do that in. I mean, it was just um, a lot less people because it was a Monday morning and then there was like no smoking, which I think for me helped. But it was significantly less crowded than a Friday night casino at or well in Detroit. And um, and so I lost about 30 bucks and then um I tell Kelly, all right, here's a $20 bill in Canadian. Don't spend it all in one place. And so she goes back to the same slot machine that um, that she broke even on earlier and proceeded to do what exactly? I won $730 Canadian. Basically paid for half of our vacation. Yay! It was a really good time. I didn't even know I won. <laughs> At first, I was like, what is going on? All these lights are going off. The machine's making all this noise. And then I realized I won. And we got it on video. I do, yes. It's <laughs> fucking cute as hell. And then, like, when we went to cash out, they're like, well, we can cash this out on American for you, but you have to be a Caesars Palace Rewards member so we can cash you out um, in American for over $500. And we're like, oh, okay. And, they, and then they further bribed us with, you'll get a $10 food voucher to use at any Caesars Palace location throughout the U.S. And we're like, oh, okay, well, book. we'll have lunch for free. Big winners. And so we we went up to a restaurant up there after signing up and cashing out. And we had what I think should be called the house salad, the Caesar salad in Caesars Palace. And it was, and then we left. It was a fucking great time. Love Canada. And what I didn't know was where we were in Canada. Luke Wilson, tight end for the Seattle Seahawks, owns a gym there. Had I have known, we would have fucking gone. We. It was a good time. We really enjoyed our trip. But once we got back, we came back to this chaos. Well. <laughs> yeah, we were back at work for like three days, and 
then on Thursday, my grandpappy, my grandpa passed away. And um, I disassociated myself from him probably four or five years ago. Last conversation I had with him was at my grandmother's funeral. Um, and so we drove up, what, Thursday night? Yeah, we Missed him up. by about four hours. Yeah. Um, left work a little bit early, too. And you called out Thursday, Friday, Monday. Yeah. Um, and... So, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, yeah, about my grandpa, and I think that's understandable. Yeah, what you're gonna it's say. still something that you're trying to process, I think. Yeah. And it's definitely going to take some time, according to what you told me of him. Yeah, well, I just wanted, I really just wanted to go for closure purposes so I could get that. Yeah. But, and I really enjoyed meeting all your family. Like, they are definitely, like, sweet, generous people. Yeah, they definitely fucking loved you. Um, I mean, I don't blame them. Anyone with the right mind would. But it was just difficult because, like, my grandpa, the reason I disassociated myself from him is because, well, I saw him slap my mom as an adult. And um, and then kind of, like, that's what kind of put everything together for me. I mean, because, you know, all those together, I just felt it best to disassociate myself from him. So that's why I have mixed feelings. Because before I put everything together... You know, the person that I thought my grandpa was was like this great guy, funny guy, caring and had a temper. But, um, you know, at the at the uh, funeral and the wake, you know, I was I couldn't bring myself to say I forgive you or uh, I love you. But I could bring myself to say I love who I thought you were. Yeah. So kind of sad. So it was very difficult for us so during that whole trip visiting Adam's family, I was in the process of getting even more sick than I currently was. When we got back from Detroit, the next day I started having a sore throat and I was like, oh God, I'm going to get it. Yeah, it was weird. Like we both had sore throats yeah. and um, like yours really developed into something. Yeah. My tonsils were swollen. I started feeling like crap. I was trying to like hold it together to be there for Adam. And like during this whole thing, we're watching the news every day and all the coronavirus stuff is going on. And on Mon that next Monday, I woke up and I could tell I had something serious. Like I had a fever. I had chills. I had this cough. I was like coughing up this like thick mucusy stuff that was a really gnarly color and that was the day adam was gonna bury his grandfather and i couldn't i couldn't make it to the funeral and as soon as it was over adam like we all came, came back to yeah. my uncle's house and we were gonna have like a big family dinner it was gonna be all of us minus my aunt and my cousin that disassociated themselves long ago it was gonna be a lot of fun and um, and so when we got back, I went and checked on Kelly and we had planned on leaving that night regardless to come back home. And, um, and I went and checked on Kelly. She just looked terrible, but she insisted that I went downstairs and hung out with my family and did all that. And when I went back downstairs, I could see them putting some of the food in the oven. And I knew right then I did not feel right about it. I, because honestly, like. The more I thought about it, you just looked the worst I'd ever seen you. And 
I don't mean that as in like you weren't beautiful, but like physical condition, I could tell you looked fucking like like death. Like I wouldn't say go that far, but you looked <laughs> really bad. And so I quickly packed our stuff. I said my ta-ta for now to my family. Um, and I immediately took you to an urgent care. Yeah, he took me to an urgent care. I got checked out, found out I had pneumonia in my right lung. And they recommended, since we had been traveling and been out of the country, that we get COVID testing. Well, not uh, only that, but plus you're a nurse. And yeah. a lot of your symptoms correlated with the corona. Yes. So, but they told us, like, the nearest facility was, like, an hour away. Like, it was really far. But they okayed us to go back home and get tested where we lived. And we drove for a couple hours, but we couldn't make it. Because yeah, we drove about half. Yeah, because I was just too sick, and I was exhausted. So we got a hotel, slept for a little bit, and left that morning. I got to say, getting that fucking hotel was a great fucking call. Yeah. Um, we crashed. We slept pretty hard. Drove the final leg of our journey. Next morning, got home. And then the process of, like, telling my employer, of telling my manager, telling We also everybody. are leaving out the part of the telemed. Yeah, so I also was in contact with my physician trying to get to see if I could get tested. Um, I made an appointment with a virtual doctor where they were kind of directing everyone who had COVID symptoms. And it was just all misconstrued, all this medical people's were like throwing people through a loop they yeah and they were telling us they were telling us you two need to be quarantined and you shouldn't be more than six feet or you shouldn't be like you have to be six feet away from each other at all times and i kind of like laughed when they said that because i'm not not gonna kiss you yeah he tried to sleep with me that night duh <laughs> No, but, like, he suggested we quarantine ourselves, and he couldn't provide the testing, so I had to call back my primary care, tell him the oh, whole this story. Is, this is bullshit. And then I got the order to go get tested. I went to go get tested at my facility at the hospital where I work at, and they denied me. Because they, you hadn't been to Europe. They denied me because I had not been out of the country to Europe, and because they had so few tests, which I understand that part, but... The I fact that you hadn't been to Europe when that shit originated in fucking China, plus there had been cases in Canada. Like, I know. It was just in crazy. Ontario, where but we, were. we decided to self-quarantine, um, first of all, because I was still sick. And the I, doctor recommended and it. And the doctor recommended it. I just needed time to recover. He put me on antibiotics, steroids, gave me an inhaler. Been using that for the past week and a half, and I feel a ton better. Um, Adam had to stay home, work from home. Yeah, I'm blessed that I can work from home. Yeah. I really am. And we have been sticking it out here together, going out as little as possible. Um, I've been sending out Adam to get groceries, to get food. We're trying to socially distance ourselves from people. How's and that going? You're fucking hating it. <laughs> like, it's not so much the people, it's the being around me. You are a lot to handle, okay, 24-7. And one of the things that I kind of, yeah, this has been, like, the hardest part of this whole thing. On top of me being sick, being with you for this much time, it is very stressful to me. Well, you're you're an introvert. I'm and introvert. And you're not getting, it's, 
when we're both in the house 24-7, it's very difficult for you to get your alone time. Yeah, I definitely need And you also time. don't, you're not really that good at saying, or at realizing that you need alone time. Yeah, it's when I start, like, getting snappy and angry at Adam that I realize I need to get the fuck away. Yeah. By myself. But, like, also, like, when I was, like, being sick just made it a thousand times worse, because... Adam was trying to fuck me while I was sick, and I didn't feel like doing it, but I just didn't know how to tell you. Stop. What? Yes. You came on to me. Oh, my God. No. Yes. No. Yeah. No. You talking about when we were at the house? When we were at your um uncle's house, when we were at the hotel, like here. like I feel like you initiated most of that. I did not initiate, okay? I just... I just let you. I mean, I was a participant as well, but I kind of let you, even though deep down I didn't really want to fuck. Well, that is a huge issue. You should have just said, yo, bitch, I ain't really feel like putting my kitty on top of your penis right now. Yeah, I should have. You should have. I I was too sick to be stern. You could have just said, I don't really feel like doing this. No, because you, like, ta- you take it as a rejection of me rejecting you. Well, yeah, but if you're, like, sick, I wouldn't have taken it like that. I would have understood because you did reject me while you were sick, and I totally understood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you need to, like, calm down on your, like, how you approach me when I'm sick. Like, you were trying to be overtly sexual well, there towards was, like, me when I was sick. So, like, the day before we buried our my grandpa, like, I walk into the room where we were staying... And you were pantsless on a bed, bent over. Yeah, because I was fucking sick and I was laying in bed. No, you were like on your stomach, like bent over the bed. And like I started. That was not an invitation for you to come and fuck me. Oh, well, I didn't just come out with my penis out. I freaking like, like kind of cuddled your butt a little bit. And then you didn't want to stop. And then you even fucking rode me. So can you see how that's. Makes me think that, well, this was before you got really bad. Yeah, yeah. After I got really, okay, that was fine. That was, I allowed that. But after I got really badly sick, you were still kind of in that headspace, like, oh. Well, in the hotel room, like, the, like, part of the car ride to the hotel room, like, I was fingering you in the car. I let you. Yeah, but it seemed like you were wanting it. Like. Really, because we we started talking like somewhat sexual, and then like I started feeling you up in the car while I was driving, Mm -hmm. and then like you even mentioned you just wanted to get to the hotel room, fuck, and go to sleep. Mm. So, okay, maybe communication wasn't as good as it could be, but hindsight, I did not want to have as much sex as we did while I was sick. Well, then just tell me. Just tell me. I can't. I, I feel really like feel I like can't it. tell you because you, I, you take sick, it so bad. If you're sick, I'm not going to take it like that yeah. because I understand you what just don't I'm, feel like up to if it. If I'm like not sick and I don't want to have sex. Well, just tell me. Be like, yo, bitch, you ain't getting none. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm and I'm going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll try and see if it works. But no. yeah, guys, you just heard us like. <laughs> Oh, man. So, we're going to talk about a break, because if you guys don't know, we are currently on a lifestyle break. And so, we kind of are doing this one a little bit differently, structure-wise. It's our third break altogether uh, from the lifestyle. 
So for this break, we're going to have, or the original plan was to have two weeks, no communication with play partners at all. And then the remainder of the two weeks would be conversation with our play partners, try to strike up a friendship with them first and foremost, but no dirty talk plans for dirty play or anything like that. Our initial break was supposed to start when we got back from Detroit. And three days after that, my grandfather passed. So we haven't really gotten a break, especially plus you've been sick. Grandfather passed. Yeah. And all we, that. we want our break to be intentional. <clears throat> yeah. In a way that like just focuses on Adam and I's relationship and just being more close to each other, having dates, not focus on lifestyle stuff, not let it dominate all of our conversations, mm -hmm. things like that. And right now, conversations are being dominated in other topics, like sickness, work, all this other stuff. And it hasn't been like, we haven't been in complete break mode Yeah. since it started. So we've decided to kind of extend it a little bit. Maybe Play it week by week. Yeah, yes. we're playing it week by week so far. And next week, I think, is the beginning of April. Holy balls, you're right. And well, let's go into it. Like in the three days that we've had a little bit of an actual break, mm -hmm. how are you feeling? I feel suffocated being in this apartment with you is how I'm feeling. Okay. We can't go anywhere. We can't go do anything. All the stores are closed. Everyone's trying to socially distance themselves. And that's great. Love it. But like. I am getting cabin fever in this apartment. I cannot fucking stand it. I just want to be by myself. And just... Ugh. I miss the gym. I miss being outside. I just can't. I can't right now. Like I, get it. I need I need to get out. Well, how about after this you take Sydney to the dog park? No, I don't need to go to the dog park. I just want to go to Walmart and buy some fucking dental floss. <laughs> the fact that you said you want to go to Walmart... It shows you how bad. Nothing against Walmart, but Kelly is a bit of a Target snob. I am. And Walmart is the only person that sells this particular thing. Walmart's a person? Pulse. Yes, yes. But yes. I know we've had a lot of going on like in the world. And our break right now is kind of like insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. But this is how I feel. <sighs> How do you feel? Like, is I'm getting, it just me? Well, no, like, cabin fever really, like, last night I told you, is it, like, it finally hit me. Like, I need to get the fuck out of here, too. Yeah. As we record in our closet. <laughs> so. Uh, I was just, like, the first week it was okay. Like, I was sick. I was just recovering. Towards the end of the week, I started, like, doing laundry, cleaning. But this second week, it's just been, like, we haven't made our bed. We haven't cleaned as much. We've done, like, some basic cleaning in the kitchen to, like, not feel like total slobs. Adam's kind of taken over, like, the kitchen living room area with his work stuff. I've been trying to work on uh, panty dealing and trying to sell stuff to keep occupied. Like, that's kind of like my second job, but, like... Well, you did get a tweeter. I did get a Twitter. But that's going to be separate from this. Yeah. And we're not going to share either of those so um but I've yeah been, yeah i've just been trying to keep busy and occupied there's nothing on hulu netflix or disney plus that i would like to see then why the fuck are we paying for them my sisters 
I don't care. I care. Well, then go work for Apple. So, it's just, it's been really difficult, guys. And I can't imagine if we were to have kids. God. We just have fur babies. Yeah, I love Sydney Ma'am, our beautiful pup. Burke and Roan are, are pussycats. Yeah. But other than, like, cabin fever, like, what else? Any other feelings? I mean, I asked you the question first, so I feel like you should answer that about the lifestyle. I just did. All right, sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. The other day when we were fucking, like, I I told you to tell me about, like, you blowing a guy while I fuck you from behind or something like that. And I came instantly before you could even open your mouth. It was pretty comical. Um, but I don't know. It's just kind of like one of those breaks where it's just kind of early on. I feel but, like this break has turned into a worldwide break. Like everyone's on a break from everything. Yes. It's turned into a pandemic. If you will. <laughs> oh, so guys, it's been really difficult for us. Um, I know it's been difficult for you guys as well. But how is it for you? Like, I know are... people have like lost their jobs, don't mm-hmm. have any income. Yeah. And we're okay. Thankfully. I don't know how the fuck. I mean, you're a nurse, so your job is always in demand. Yeah. Um, and for me, you know, I work for a company that is considered an essential company because um, we provide a lot of stuff that people need to ship things. And so really shipping and, and packaging and stuff like that. So we provide a lot of those tools. And so our company that I work for, the company that I work for is essential, but I'm in marketing. So you could always make the argument when it's a mom and pop that what I do specifically could be eliminated to save money. So for right now, I'm fortunate and we'll see where this goes. But, you know, how's everything with you guys? We want to hear from you. We want to know, comment on our socials, send us an email. And, you know, and if you guys even want to tell us like, yeah, our swinger events also got canceled. I know a lot of stuff has been canceled, like podcast Palooza, um, local stuff has been canceled too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't even go to our swinger bar. So we know that they are struggling as well, but yeah, we want to hear from you guys. How are you guys handling this li- the, uh, the break from the world? Hopefully none of you have the coronavirus, and if you do, our our thoughts are with you. But yeah, let us know how you're dealing with all this. Yeah, make sure to wash your hands, stay away from people. Don't touch your facials. Only go out for food. Just be mindful of other people's. And thank your janitors for cleaning. The mall cops. <laughs> thank all the doctors and nurses working really hard. Look at you. You're a nurse, so thank you. I haven't been at work, guys. Please don't thank me. And yeah, just be safe out there. Be conscious. Be intentional. And with that, guys, you can follow us on social media at TNR Podcasts. You can email us at questions at thenakedrelationship.com. Our website is thenakedrelationship.com. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.